obesity and hypertension, a review by Gino Saravalle and Guido Crassi from Istituto Oxologico Italiano IRCCS and University Milano Bicocca. Milan, Italy, Pharmacological Research, 2017. Abstract. Obesity and, in particular, the excessive visceral fat distribution is accompanied by several alterations at hormonal, inflammatory and endothelial level. These alterations induce a stimulation of several other mechanisms that contribute to the hypertensive state and, on the other side, to increase the cardiovascular morbidity. In this chapter, we will examine the main mechanism of obesity and obesity-related hypertension, and in particular, the role of sympathetic nervous system. The alterations of the renal function and at the microvascular level, we will also depict the role of insulin resistance as factor stimulating and potentiating the other mechanism. The second part will be focused on the major target organ damage linked with obesity and obesity-related hypertension. We will finally describe the management and treatment of obesity and the antihypertensive drug therapies more effective in hypertensive obesis. Introduction The prevalence of obesity and obesity-related diseases is increasing worldwide. Globally, adults with a body mass index more than 25 kg per meter square increased from 28.8% for men and 29.8% for women in 1980 to 36.9% for men and 38% for women in 2013. The WHO and National Public Health Administration reports have observed a significant increase in cost for prevention and treatment of these conditions thus becoming also an important political issue. Two are the most important epidemiological observations. The first, it is clear and significant increases overweight and obesity in childhood and adolescence. Boys 12.9%, girls 13.4%. Data from the United States have reported that from the 70s, the childhood obesity is more than doubled and this is particularly evident among African-Americans and Hispanics. This trend has been observed also in the most of the European countries. Within West Europe, there is a marked variation in rates of obesity. Table 1 shows the percent prevalence and relative range of obesity in children and adolescents, less than 20 years old and in adults, more than 20 years old. The second aspect is the marked increase of obesity in many developing countries due to the socio-economic and demographic transitions. A three-fold or more increase in obesity has been observed in lower socio-economic status groups in Middle East, Australia, Asia and China due to urbanization, changes in food supply and diet and reduction in physical activity. In the last two or three decades, has been also observed a trend for an increase in the average of life expectancy. While this could be considered as a good effect of progress, on the other side this means that the adverse metabolic effects of overweight and obesity, starting in the early phase of the life, 
will remain for a longer time period, thus contributing to the increased risk of coronary heart disease, stroke, peripheral vascular diseases, and type 2 diabetes mellitus. Several studies have shown a clear association of blood pressure increase with weight gain. It has shown that obese subjects have a 3.5-fold increased likelihood of having hypertension and that 60% of hypertension is attributable to increase in adipose stores. Data from NHANES indicate that the prevalence of hypertension among obese individuals with a BMI less than 30 kg per meter square is 42.5% compared with the 15.3% for lean individuals. The visceral fat distribution is in part affected by genetic factors that also contribute to the increase in blood pressure levels in obese individuals. For example, tumor necrosis factor alpha, beta-3 adrogenic receptor, G-protein, B3 subunit. A Canadian study on 120 families with early onset hypertension, a total genome scan identified a cluster of overlapping quantitative train loci on chromosome 1 for the following phenotypes BMI, fasting insulin, leptin, diastolic blood pressure. Environmental factors may also be implicated in the visceral fat distribution and increase in blood pressure values. This includes alcohol intake, cigarette smoking, timing of onset of childhood obesity, changes in daily life habits, alteration in lipid profile. All these factors associated to an important in insulin sensitivity and inflammatory status and then endothelial dysfunction may contribute to the initiation and progression of the atherosclerotic process. Pathophysiological mechanism. The mechanism of obesity and obesity-related hypertension are complex and sometimes interdependent. The main role other than genetic and environmental factors is due to the sympathetic nervous system, to renal and adrenal function, to the endothelium and the adipokines, and to the insulin resistance. These two techniques have allowed to show that an augmented sympathetic nerve traffic and an increased slipover rate of norepiphyrine, particularly at the kidney level, is evident in obese subjects. The concomitant presence of obesity and hypertension associated by a sympathetic activation of a greater degree than that observed in each pathophysiological condition. Fat distribution is also very important. Microneurographic studies have clearly shown that the degree of sympathetic activation is greater in patients with visceral body fat distribution. And there is a direct correlation between sympathetic activation and waist circumference or waist to hip ratio. The centrally located fat is also one of the more important determinants of blood pressure elevation. Several mechanisms contribute to modulate the sympathetic activation and its effect on cardiovascular homeostasis, hormonal, metabolic, reflex, inflammatory and endothelial. As regards the arterial barrier receptor, 
It has been clearly demonstrated that they have a central role in saving homeostasis control and represent the major restraining mechanism on sympathetic tone. It has been shown that in obesity and obesity-related hypertension, an impairment in arterial baroreceptor control of sympathetic nerve activity is clearly evident, involving both the sympathoinhibitory and sympathoexistory components. Depending on the severity of the obese state and the concomitant presence of breathing alterations, chronic intermittent hypoxia and obstructive apnea, the reflex impairment may also involve other refluxogenic areas, such as cardiopulmonary receptors and the chemoreceptors that may participate in the occurrence of the hyperandrogenic state. Renal and adrenal An increased sympathetic outflow to the kidney observed in obese subjects is responsible for the increased renal tubular reassumptions of sodium. Visceral obesity is able to induce the development of renal disease, both with the position of extracellular matrix in the renal medulla, inducing a vascular and tubular compression and favoring glomerosclerosis. As a result, an hyperfiltration could be observed, and with the association of nephron's injury, an increase in proteinuria could be frequently present in these subjects. An impairment in natiuresis and an increased in renal tubular reabsorption of sodium may be related to an increase in mineral corticoid activity. It has been suggested that this increment in plasma aldosterone levels could be stimulated by adipokines. Activation of the uranium angiotensin system may also result as a consequence of the sympathetic outflow to the kidney. In obese hypertensive patients, angiotensin 2 receptor blockers are able to significantly reduce sympathetic nerve activity and adequately control blood pressure values. A marked and significant reduction in running angiotensin system, sympathetic activity, insulin resistance and other metabolic factors is also obtained by a marked surgery-induced weight reduction by bariatric treatment, suggesting the correlation between weight gain and alterations in this regulatory mechanism. Some evidences suggest that the role of circulating levels of cortisol in the pathogenesis of obesity-related hypertension through activation of the RAA system. To this aim, a participation of the hypothalamus hypophysics Access in the systemic activation observed in the opus subjects has been demonstrated. Endothelium and oxidative stress. There is a close link between adrenergic tone and vascular function due to the critical influence at central and peripheral level by the most important factors resulting vascular tone, such as nitric oxide reactive oxygen species, endothelium, and RAS. The reduced availability of nitric oxide is present in obesity, obesity-related hypertension, and several other pathophysiological conditions. 
Evidences have shown a downregulation of peripheral alpha-androgenic receptors, an impairment in the neural reuptake of norepinephrine from sympathetic nerve terminals, and altered interactions at the vascular wall between catecholamines, angiotensin II, insulin, leptin, and endothelium-derived substances. Reduced nitrogen oxide availability is mainly caused by increased vascular oxidative stress. In obesity, it has been shown also a shrinking defects in mitochondrial oxidative capacity, inducing an uncoupling between oxygen assumption and ATP generation. Uncoupling activation may be favored by increased exposure to fatty acids and increased generation of superoxides. Other mechanisms refer to the reduced nitrogen oxide synthetase 1 activity and increased xanthine oxidoreductase activity that are normalized by leptin and increased oxidation of circa. This is reversed by inhibitors of NADPH oxidase. Adipokines Two are the most important products of adipose tissue implicated in BP control through regulation of arterial tone, leptin and adiponectin. Leptin is a peptide that reduces appetite and increases energy expenditure by stimulation of receptors located in the central nervous system. There is a correlation between plasma leptin levels and visceral fat. Some studies have reported the possibility of leptin to predict the onset of hypertension. The increase in arterial pressure is due to an activation of the sympathetic nervous system. Recent studies indicate that central RAS mediates the action of leptin on renal sympathetic activity in brown adipose tissue thermogenesis without affecting leptin actions on food intake. The so-called selective leptin resistance. Thus, brain RAS is able to modulate the effects on leptin on energy expenditure and blood pressure. Adiponectin is another adipocyte-derived peptide which levels are reduced in obesity. It has also been suggested that this peptide may be protective against increase in arterial blood pressure through an endothelial-dependent mechanism. Insulin resistance. Obesity and complicated obesity are associated with high plasma insulin levels and with a reduced sensibility to insulin, that is, a resistance to insulin stimulated glucose uptake. Several are the effects on this condition. The postprandial hyperinsulinemia is not able to inhibit lipolysis and this induces a greater release of free fatty acids that contribute to the metabolic abnormalities, oxidative stress and vascular dysfunction. Acute hyperinsulinemia is able to induce an increase in muscle sympathetic nerve activity, while renal norepinephrine sleepover is unchanged. It is also known that obesity and hypertension are characterized by an increased sleepover from the kidneys. This means that mechanisms differ from hyperinsulinemia per se are responsible 
for the increased sympathetic outflow in obesity and obesity-related hypertension. This may be an antinaturic effect of insulin, an augmented response to endogenous vasoconstrictors, an impairment in the endothelium-dependent vasodilation and stimulation of vascular smooth muscle growth. Recent evidences have also shown that the insulin resistance state, particularly in presence of visceral fat distribution, is able to stimulate and increase reabsorption of sodium and urates at the tubular levels. The amount of visceral fat the amount of visceral fat has shown and close direct relationship with serum uric acid R equal 0.37 P less than 0.01 an inverse relationship with clearance of uric acid R equal minus 0.34 P less than 0.05 and a direct relationship between the ratio between uric acid urinary creatinine are equal 0.65 P less than 0.0001. Evidences also support the hypothesis that the increased in plasma levels of uric acid may have a causative role on the development of arterial hypotension. Perstein and co-workers in the normative aging study have shown during a follow-up lasting 21.5 years the serum uric acid represents a valid independent productive marker for development of arterial hypertension. Target organ damage Several evidences have clearly shown that obesity and obesity-related hypertension are associated during their progression with the development of organ damage. It is also clear that exceeded a certain limit, the organ damage become able to support the progression of the pathophysiological condition, helping to maintain active mechanisms that have been sustained in development. In particular, we will evaluate the structure and functional alterations of small resistance arteries and remodeling observed at the cardiac level in obesity and hypertension. Vascular alterations. Human obesity and hypertensive state are associated with alteration in large artery structure and function. There has been observed an increase in arterial stiffness and a reduction in arterial compliance and distensibility. More important are the informations coming from small resistance arteries because these are implicated in the pathogenesis of ischemic cerebral events coronary artery disease and renal insufficiency and have a relevant prognostic impact in obesity-related disease such as hypertension. The methods for the evaluation of microvascular structure alterations in humans are a. Platysmography that allows evaluation of minimum vascular resistance in the forearm b. Wire and pressure myography allow a reliable and reproducible evaluation of vascular morphology in function but with the disadvantage of a microinvasive approach. And C. Retinal photographs and scanning laser Doppler fluorimetry they allow a non-invasive and easy access to renal vascular district. Evaluation of retinal vascular district 
is quite recent, but several studies have shown that diverse changes in vascular dimension are associated with an increase in CV risk. Data collected in our lab via non-mitriatic retinography in a reduced number of obese, normotensive subjects compared with lean-age-matched normotensive have shown that for similar arteriolar venular ratio AVR, obese subjects showed a trend to narrower arterial CRAE and wider venular CRVE calibers. This result is in line with data showed in a recent meta-analysis on 44,000 obese individuals. The use of a different technique that is pressurized myography from abdominal subcutaneous tissue has allowed to demonstrate that in obese subjects resistance arterias were characterized by greater media thickness, media cross-sectional area and media to lumen ratio and by an impairment in endothelium-dependent vasorelaxation. Different in the evolution of microcirculation in the hypertensive state, retinal microvascular patterns show that the arterial narrowing process early appeared in the clinical cause of hypertension and is paralleled with increase in systolic PP. It has been shown that hyperleptinemia throughout an endothelial dysfunction and a sympathetic activation may participate in the retinal microvascular disarray. Several data with different techniques to study microcirculation, both in animal and human hypertension, have clearly demonstrated structural, mechanical and functional changes in small vessels, inducing a reduction of the internal human and an increase in vascular resistance. Cardiac remodeling Obesity is independently associated with left ventricular hypertrophy, LVH. LV mass may be increased in obesity, but this is appropriate for body size in obesity lacks of comorbid conditions. The majority of the study on obese subjects indicate that LV cavity size and wall thickness are increased with predominance of eccentric cardiac hypertrophy. The mechanism implicated in the impact of adiposity on LV geometry and function are a. visceral fat distribution and products secreted adipokines and jotensin 2 inflammatory cytokines b. hyperinsulemia and insulin resistance with a growth stimulating effect c. elevated blood pressure values with the additive effect of myocardial remodeling d. Sleep apnea with its effect on nocturnal or bloody pressure, adrenergic stimulation and chronic hypoxemia. Evaluating the prognosis of LVH through the ECG criteria, a cohort of 5,800 thin individuals didn't show a predictive value of cardiovascular events between lean and obese subjects based on the Sokolov Lyon criteria. A recent publication in a large Italian cohort has shown that coronal product appears to be more predictive of risk events, but the predictive power is less influenced 
by BMI. Management and Therapy of Obesity In 2012, European Association for the Study of Obesity and the European Society of Hypertension published a statement highlighting the recommendations for preventing and treating obesity and complicated obesity based on the rationale that weight reduction may have a beneficial effect on overall risk and may contribute to blood pressure control. The first step of intervention is change in lifestyle. This non-pharmacological approach is able to induce a weight loss about 4.5 kg at 6 months and it has been observed that each kilogram body weight reduction blood pressure decreases on average by 1.05 or 0.92 mm in mercurium. But we have not to consider a linear relationship between these two reductions and it has also to be into account that the compliance of the patient is the main factor to obtain a good result. The second step is characterized by intervention on diet regimen and use of drugs. Diet regimen should take in consideration both quality of foods and calories. To evaluate the success of a diet program, it has been suggested that after 6 to 12 weeks, a 5% to 10% weight loss as compared to initial weight is reasonable, but the objective is to obtain reduction of risk factors and a BMI lower than 30 kg per meter square. The third step is drug treatment. This should be considered only associated with changes in lifestyle and diet program. After the native results obtained with several drugs in the past, fenfluramine and dexfenfluramine, only few drugs are admitted to treatment. Orlistat, Sibutramine, Rimonaptan, Fentermine, Topiramato. Orlistat is an intestinal lipase inhibitor able to reduce body weight 2.7 kg versus placebo with low effects on blood pressure. Sibutramine and norepinephrine and serotonin reuptake inhibitor induced a 4.2 kg weight loss versus placebo associated to intensive lifestyle changes induced a 12 kg weight loss over one year. The severe side effects on heart rate and blood pressure due to the norepinephrine uptake inhibition into the brain that is a clonidine-like effect have induced authorities to withdraw these drugs. Rimonabent is a cannabinoid receptor 1 antagonist capable to induce a weight loss of 5 kg versus placebo but without benefit on blood pressure and CV risk. Also, this drug was withdrawn by authorities. The association of fentermine topiramato plus diet and lifestyle changes have been investigated showing a weight loss of minus 8.1 minus 10.2 kg and a reduction of systolic minus 6.9 minus 9.1 mm in mercury and diastolic minus 5.2 minus 5.8 mm mercury blood pressure with lower and high dose respectively. No effects on outcomes has yet been reported.
interesting are the results obtained with liraglutide, a glucagon-like peptide GLP-1 agonist, at a dosage nearly twice the use in diabetic. A weight loss of 7.8 kg was associated to a reduction of 12.5 mm in mercury in systolic blood pressure. This was accompanied also by an increase in heart rate of 3 BPM. The fourth step is bariatric surgery. Usually it can be the first step in subjects with BMI higher than 45 to 50 kg square and very high CV risk. This approach demonstrated to be effective in reducing body weight and blood pressure and is accompanied by a reduction in insulin resistance and improvement of baroreflex control. The Swedish obese subjects SOS study showed that after 11 years follow-up, patients treated with bariatric surgery maintained a reduction in body weight between 14 and 25% and benefit on mortality HR 0.47, blood pressure and risk in diabetes. As shown by guidelines, antihypertensive drug regimes based on angiotensin-converting enzyme inhibitors, angiotensin-2 receptor blockers and calcium channel blockers appear to be effective in blood pressure control. Insulin resistance reduction, kidney production, sympathetic attenuation and bar reflect control improvement without negative effects of weight and metabolism and should be considered as first-line agents. Other antihypertensive drug classes may be also used by side effects should be carefully evaluated. Conclusions Obesity and hypertension, in particularly when concomitant present, show an increased prevalence starting from childhood which is associated with an increase in morbidity and progressive increase in medical costs, thus representing an important public health problem. These two conditions have common pathophysiological mechanisms and those acting at the metabolic level appear to be more involved as primary movers. The activation of the different mechanisms provides the element capable to sustain these pathophysiological conditions and the link with target organ damage. An early and aggressive medical action deserves to be started with lifestyle management, weight control, control of metabolic alterations and antihypertensive treatment. To this aim, drugs capable to affect the uranium angiotensin system and the adrenergic nervous system have shown to positively affect not only the hypertensive state but also to influence mechanisms associated with the obese state. Thank you for listening. Do you have any article in mind you would like to listen to? Please follow me on Twitter, pub reading, and let me know.